Welcome to Cowboys, not Eggheads. Home of the brave, not home of the fearful. The world needs more cowboys and fewer eggheads. We're everywhere podcasts are found. So tell your fellow cowboys, and let's keep the conversation alive on Facebook and Twitter. And now, Cowboys, not Eggheads, with Sam Fisher. Welcome to Cowboys Not Eggheads. This week I've got a, a very good friend of mine, a uh, special guest, Chad Berry. Chad is my uh, a former roommate of mine in college, and uh, he is a, currently a very successful ad executive. Uh, he's a creative director, uh, and he is a screenwriter. Uh, he actually wrote a scre- uh, the screenplay for a movie called Three Days in August, um, so check that out. Um, very creative guy, a great storyteller. That's what he does for a living. And, uh, the reason I've got Chad on this week is because, um, when we were in college, I took Chad out to, uh, to our ranch, uh, and it was during the winter, I believe, right, Chad? It had to have because we were feeding cattle. And he, uh... About a week after my dad died, I received a letter from Chad, and he detailed in great, uh, uh, great lengths, uh, as a screenwriter would, uh, exactly what went down the weekend that I took Chad to the Powderhorn Ranch, and where he met J.B. Fisher, who was not only a cowboy but kind of a wild card cowboy. Uh, and I thought I'd have Chad on today, and. Uh, Maybe visit a little bit about those uh, memories and and uh, let Chad tell a story of what it was like to go to the Powderhorn Ranch. Uh, t- and let's let's start with a little bit uh, of background about you. I mean, you were you were a city kid, born and raised in the Denver area, Aurora, I believe. Um, and um, I mean, you're probably familiar with ranches and so forth. Uh, we met at the University of Nebraska. Um, tell me a little bit about your background before you know, kind of leading up to going to the ranch what was your perspective on life and so forth well hey sam thanks for having me on um yeah that's right i did grow up in a city denver uh very you know city-like streets buildings nothing prepared me for what i would encounter when i first drove out to that ramp well drove out i say drove out i say you know it was like pilgrimage out you know i mean it was such a journey it took it for me it took Ever. It seemed, you know, it was like eight hours from Lincoln, maybe not, maybe it's six. But anyway, it, it was such such a shock to the system. I mean, yeah, I'd see, I know of ranching. I had a an image of what a ranch would be. But until you're actually there, seeing it, seeing how people work, live, and their way of life, you you just can't you can't prepare yourself for it. So I, I remember, and you're always uh, you're, you're you're hilarious. Some of the terms you use, you, uh, uh, you're very descriptive, and you you always said, "Dude, it's like far. It's like far. Like you know, it's like the little kid, you know, riding out. Like, are we there yet? Instead of that, you would say, like, dude, it's like far, isn't it? It's like far. It was very <laughs> far, far from the center, far farther from the center of anything. You know, just it's out there." Probably why it's so charming, you know? Yeah. So we made our pilgrimage, as you say, to Cherry County, which uh, for our listeners is 6,000 square miles with 5,800 people. And keep in mind, you know, about half of those people live within two square miles of the county. And so the rest of the half uh, live in the, you know, 57 or the 
6,000 square miles that there are there. Um, so, you know, one person per square mile, basically. Uh, and so what was that like? I mean, what uh, what do you remember about it? Well, I remember driving out there. I remember thinking we were close and then we weren't. And we were just, we were literally in, uh, best of my recollection, just like rolling amber hills. It was winter. You could You could smell the cold. It was i mean it's a different kind of cold too people go oh it's cold this is like this is very cold the winds coming off the hills the plains it just goes right through you but it's really beautiful it's amazing <laughs> the day that we record this it's two below zero yeah, it's no coincidence it's right so <laughs> no no so I, I think we went straight out to the ranch. I don't think we stopped in town or anything. We've, I think we went straight out to the ranch probably on a Friday night. And then as I remember, Chad, and correct me if I'm wrong, I kind of I briefed you on my dad, didn't I? I, I, I said, you know, we've talked about that in a previ- this last week's podcast about how you have to brief people about my dad because if you don't, they're going to be jarred a little bit. What what Do you remember what the things I told you about him? I do. I think – before yeah, you did give there. me a little heads up. You were you're just like, look, you know, my dad's a little <laughs> abrupt. He's a little, you know, he's going to just say some things to you that you might be like, what? But just that's the way it is. And he's going to, he's just, he's going to do what he does. You know, I mean, he's just like, I don't know. It was just, it, it, <laughs> I, I don't know. Whatever you said, it didn't. Were you were you frightened uh, or scared or apprehensive? I was or a anxious, little cautious. Or... I was a little kind of unnerved. I was like, I didn't know what to expect fully, and and then I got it. So, and I think that so the morning, if I'm not wrong, and I don't want to exaggerate, I'll let you do the exaggerating because you're a great storyteller. But if I'm not wrong, I told, I may have mentioned to you like Saturday morning. Here's here's the drill. He's going to come in. He's going to tell us to get up, and you better get up. And as I recall, he did, and that's exactly what happened. He he, the the door opens at seven in the morning or six in the morning, probably six, a little bit after six. He got up at six, uh, and and I think he probably did his normal get up, get up, uh, and he actually talked like that. He had his very gravelly voice, and I think he may have even kicked the bed. Um, and I'll I'll let you take the story from here. Yeah, that's exactly and, 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 it's exactly you know, what happened. You know, you said, uh, "Yeah, just be ready tomorrow night." We were in a bunk bed, by the way. I think we were sitting. In a, we were in a bunk bed. I think I was in the bottom. You're in the top. So, we, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been jolted alive, listeners, with the you know somebody kicking your bunk bed at six a.m. But take it from here, Chad. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's just as Sam said. He flicked the light on. He kicked the bed. And he's like, "Get up!" And I was already up. I mean, I was I was kind of you know already couldn't sleep very well. Didn't know what was coming. <laughs> I was already God. Well, I think. I think what you I think you literally like I can just see you like raise into a position like I'm up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I think <laughs> I I'm said, just sitting you there like going like I'm ready. And, I, and for my listeners, I'm praying like that he takes Chad and I get to sleep in, and that's basically what happened. But so go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So he he we're leaving in you know like oh, we're basically we're leaving in ten minutes. Be ready. I was up and dressed out there, sitting by myself at the table. It was dark. I was looking out the window. There was just rolling hills. I was like, well, maybe I'll see a coyote or something. This is kind of, you know, no sidewalks. Oh, no, it says coyote. Oh, no, it's a coyote, dude. (laughs) Oh, whatever. Uh, You know, it's from Denver. So anyway, uh, anyway, I'm, I'm sitting there waiting. Sam's mother comes out, says hello, very nice, starts making coffee. And then literally about two minutes later, 
JB comes out, he's wearing boxers, no shirt, hair looks like a broken compass. I mean, it's just flying everywhere. He comes out, <laughs> sits down, doesn't say anything, says one word. He just goes, coffee. And it literally appeared in front of him like seconds later. I was just stunned. I was like, oh, my God. And uh, and then I think your mother said, would you like some too? You know, and I said, yeah, that'd be nice. Thank you. She brought me a cup. And then... Uh, and that's how the day kicked off. So, you know, went from there. So, would you ask your wife? Would, would uh, no, you ever no. do that to your oh, wife, God. dude? Uh, Hit me with uh, the coffee. coffee. Cup. Yeah, I mean, it. there's just no way. <laughs> no way. I was just so like, whoa. It, it, the impact of it, just kind of this low clipped speech, this low clipped authoritative speech, just one word, just coffee. Boom, right there. Done. <laughs> And that's the way I grew up. I mean, it's just that's yeah. just the way it was. Um, well, that, so then okay, so then he, you know, we said, okay, come on, we got to go. You know, we went outside, got in the truck, started driving out. It was cold. as It was freezing. It was super cold. We're driving out. He's not saying <laughs> he's just like purpose, intent, drive, going. There's a huge herd of cattle that I can remember. Like, pretty big. I've never seen one. I'm going, oh, wow. This, and he's just barreling right towards him. Not slowing down, just like Jesus, we're gonna hit the cattle. They <laughs> magically just kind of parted, you know, as he drove up, and then they started circling, like Noah parting the seas, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just like I literally thought we were gonna hit. Was um, I had my hand up, kind of like bracing myself a little, like Jesus, he's going pretty fast. <laughs> and it's not like we're on a road; it's just like through a field, boop, 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 you know, towards the cattle. It's it, it's a little like shocking. And then he says, roll down the window and pull that rope. And it was feeding. If we were feeding the cattle, um, I rolled down the window and I couldn't find the rope because it was to the side of the truck on, on my right. And he's like, grab the damn and rope. I'm going to jump in for my listeners. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in for my listeners to try explain what this is. We have uh, we fade what's cake, which we call cake. And cake is just a protein pellet uh, for cattle. And, and uh, we have a cake feeder, which is a big you know, I don't know how many, I should know how many gallons, but it's, it's a, you know, not a 500 gallon, but it's a, uh, gosh, I don't know. See, now I'm being the egghead. I can't remember, but it's a significant amount of, of cake is in this feeder and there's a shoot on that feeder. And what, what Chad was asked to do is to pull the rope on that shoot. So go ahead. Right. So he's, he's like, pull the rope. And I can't find the rope. I'm like reaching out of the window trying to grab, you know, I don't see it. I, can't, I don't know where it is. I, I don't know. And he's like, pull the damn rope. And I'm like, I can't. And, and so, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's no patience. No. And then so I <laughs> pull the rope now. Was there any question about when to pull the rope? Or, I mean, you knew you had to pull the rope right yeah, now, he, right? Yeah, there was no, it was a command. It wasn't like you should pull the no, rope. No, it wasn't stuttering. No, he was pulled, pull the rope, <laughs> yeah. pull the damn rope. I pulled the rope and it didn't, I, I didn't pull it hard enough. You know, I just kind of yanked it. I thought it was just going to open because it's a metal door. You have to, yeah, you, you have, have to, to pull, pull, it. pull it. And he's like something to the effect, you know, don't you know how to pull a damn rope? And that's why I pulled it again and it opened up and then it, <laughs> it was fine. It took like four times. All this food came out and the cow started making a circular, you know, right. Circle basically. He drove in a circle. So, right. He was he, driving a circle and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're, you know, you're creating this circle of feed 
and they're coming up and eating off of it. And then, and then we just, you know, then we drove off and we were doing some other things and I was just like, okay, this is for real. I'm, you know, and I had on brand new boots. I was ready, you know, to go. <laughs> <laughs> you had your Kelvin Klein jeans yeah. on. You were ready. Uh, so did you ever like, I mean, to get to the cows, did you have to uh, perhaps go through a gate? Well, after we after we fed the cows, yes, Sam. Then we got to this gate, and it was a barbed wire fence and some posts, you know, and we were going to another area <laughs> of the ranch. So we had to maneuver through this gate. And he said, uh, your father was so nice. He said, get out and open and get that gate. Just lay it down. Just lay it down flat. And I said, uh, okay. And I jumped out and I was, I was, you know, I was eager. I ran over there. I tried, and I, I couldn't figure out how to open the gate. There was a loop and, a, and a, a stick kind of lever thing. And I couldn't figure it out. I was just sitting there just going, Jesus Christ. Finally, he got out of the truck. He's like, <laughs> marched over and he's like, yeah, it's a lever. It's a lever. The cavemen had them. That's how they moved rocks. Don't you know how to move a lever? <laughs> so I grabbed it. He showed me how to do it. He did it in like two seconds. He's like, click, 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 you know. And he goes, lay this down flat. I'm going to drive over it. The gate, you know, the barbed wire gate. So I get down. I pulled it even taut, you know, and got it flat. He comes by, drives over it. It just spins up into the tires. I, I'm like, oh, dude, nightmare. <laughs> so the gate, the barbed wire fence you know, it's basically twisted up into the tires. He's like, I said, lay it down flat. And I was like, I did, I even pulled it, you know? And it's just like, he got it out, literally. It looked like a mess. It looked like a snarled mess. He got it out like literally in under a minute. I mean, he literally just like backed up, drove over it and said, now close the gate. Had to do it again, you know. Got, this time I figured it out. Thank God, you know. Got the lever. But closing the gate is a little harder than uh, opening it, right? I mean, closing is usually people can figure the opening it part I, up or to, once they're shown one. But the closing part is a lot. It's it's rough. I, isn't know, it? I think I was. I mean, if you so, know. I don't know. There wasn't a latch. It wasn't an iron gate that you're used to. It was barbed wire, which could you know kind of poke your finger. It was it, it was it's different, you know. It was fun. Then we drove through there and we drove yeah. off and, you know, we did some more things. Oh, I remember. Yeah. It's winter. It's cold as hell. Um, he had this, these giant um, water, uh, this water system, you know, that you know, used to cattle would come. We had to break the ice in these kind of water troughs, if you will. You know, she's like, crack the ice. Thanks. You know, and I'm like, smacking this ice. You know, it's thick. I can't believe it. It's freezing. <laughs> So do all that <laughs> just uh i just i'm still just like now just thinking about it just how much it was so it, to just be out there and be like i think it was like five miles from your nearest neighbor you are out there you're in the middle of nowhere doing this stuff you know you, yeah. there's no one to turn to like hey can you help me you know probably not so i don't know it was it, very insightful <laughs> you know that that's a very uh, industrial industrious way of life for sure. So, um, and wasn't there wasn't there a point of this your little journey where he's like r- flying down the road and he just stops suddenly? Do you remember that? Remember oh that yeah, story? I mean there were so many. He he's driving down. He's driving through a pasture. Just hits the brakes, jumps out, and I'm like, oh my god, you know what 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 could it? Is there a dog? Did we hit something? I I don't even know. We were bouncing so hard through this pasture. Jumps out, whips his <laughs> pants down. And just you know, takes a leak right there, like right, right, 
just right there. I mean, no one's there, but I mean, that's right. just so foreign. I can't even, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> There's not any urinals anywhere close. Yeah, so. no, no. <laughs> no toilet. Got back in, slammed the door shut, said, let's go. You know, just. Did say a thing. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's it. Let's go. That's, there's nothing to say. You know, it's just like, you didn't, you know, it's just classic, you know, just totally different way of life. So yeah. it's pretty awesome. Crazy. Uh, and then I, I mean, I can't believe I really let you, let you out there to, to hang, but I mean, what did you, uh, I mean, I guess that's an experience that you'll think about or remember pretty much until you die, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was such, such a unique experience and i i do think back on it from time to time and i go Man, i was like so lucky to go out there and you know be out there for a few days and experience it and like not just experience it and see it but actually live it you know like get in there with them and go through it yeah. and he was great you know i just liked him so much he was such a <laughs> character you know just the way well, he, he talked we everything yeah and would you i mean obviously he barked at you but i don't he, he, he did. It kind of caught me off guard at first. Yeah, it's just it became kind of charming, you know, kind of something you like. It's just one of a kind, you know, guy, you know. Just, yeah, I like to think about it from time to time. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. So, although I do, I do yeah, say, you know, I'm with you. You know, later that evening, you know, we're we're he's like, come with me. To, you know, we have to go check the cattle. You know, it, it's. It's a 24-hour thing, right, during calving season. You know, you grew up with it. And uh, so he, yeah. I went out with him at night, and it was kind of getting dark. And then that was, like, super cold. I mean, it might have even been snowing, and we're checking. Suddenly, he spots a, a, a cow, you know, and he he knows. Like, he just knows by sight. Like, okay, this cow's giving birth now. He just he just has that wired in his DNA, you know. He just knows. And so we quickly drive over there. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like we're going really fast suddenly, you know, and he pulls over, hits the brakes, <laughs> jumps out, goes up to this cow, this cow. I'm right there with him. The dog's around. He, he rolls up his shirt without even thinking. I, I don't even have time to think about it. I'm just watching this it's almost outer body. I'm like, Jesus, he rolls up his sleeve. I'm thinking, what is he doing? Why is he rolling up his sleeve? He takes his jacket off, rolls up his sleeve. And just plows his hand into the cow, into the cow. Now, up to his shoulder. Is this the middle of the up his shoulder? This wasn't. This wasn't the. This wasn't the middle of pasture, was it? Didn't he put? No, him in the he barn? was in. The, I'm sorry, I take it back. He was in a barn structure, open. Okay, so you 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 got the cow in the barn. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't, I don't know if it was I in the to... field. <laughs> see, it was yeah, horrifying right, to right. me that I'm missing details. So he he had the cow. No, 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 that's all right. The cow, you know, in a semi covered area and uh, uh, literally semi covered area. (laughs) A very cold cabin. I mean, his arm was like all the way inside the animal and he was like yanking it around and he pulled out (laughs) the calf with his hands. It fell onto the the ground along with some other stuff, you know, and a, a dog ran over and ate part of the placenta sack, I think it was. I, I was just like... <laughs> that's right. That's... Don't see that. You're like, you thought you were on acid or uh, something. <laughs> and he just kind of shook his arm off, you know, just kind of shook, it, shook his arm off and just looked at me and goes, breach calf, breach calf. That's it. Not... <laughs> You know, do, do you need a drink? Do you, are you okay? 
<laughs> so, oh just, my goodness! And then it's been a long time since this happened. By the way, I mean this has been several years. Probably the late eighties. It's Chad. been quite yeah. a while, yeah. and I've told the story a few times. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, am I making this up? Did that really actually happen? And it did. It actually happened. So, you know. it actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was imagining it all these years. Oh yeah. man, it's great. Just uh, such a stuff. unique, interesting experience. You know. Yep. Yeah, I hear you. So if you if you had three words that you would uh, leave with my listeners to describe the experience, or my dad, or the ranch, or whatever, what are the three words that you would use? Oh gosh, um, that's a good question. There's because pairing it down to just three um, is <laughs> difficult. Um, I would say the ranch itself to me is epic. It's just epic. It looks like something out of a John Ford film. It's so unbelievable. There's a river that runs through it. Uh, it's just rolling hills. There's a few houses. It's really beautiful. Uh, okay. Epic. Epic. Um, gosh, I would say JB to me is just one of a kind. I mean, he's like an outlier. Just never seen anyone like him before. He's definitely like, you know, uh, kind of branded on my head, branded in my brain. So I would say outlier. <laughs> and oh shoot. Um, and I would also say to you, uh, gosh, he was just such a character. The whole experience, you know, was just so amazing. It was really awesome. I mean. Intense, I would maybe. Say, yeah, I would say intense. That's a good word. It was intense. Yeah, epic outlier, intense, M- memorable. I would also <laughs> say prideful. I take it back, prideful, because there was a lot. Of, like you just the way things were done, the way things looked, the way things were stored, like just seeing how things were kept. A lot of pride. A lot of pride. I'd say prideful. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. it was great. It was really yeah, great. That's a good word. Good word. Good word. For sure. Well, cool. Well, I uh, I really I appreciate you coming on, man. I, I think our listeners really enjoy a quick story of, of going on the ranch. Um, we've talked about some of these things in previous episodes, so it's really interesting to get different perspectives on it. You know, our previous episode we talked about my brother-in-law, who's from England, uh, who married my sister, and then who obviously is a fish out of water experience for him too, and then and then my cousin. His new wife, she's from Omaha and kind of valley girlish, if you will, uh, and, and her perspective on it. And it's, you know, they've, they've just kind of described it the same way, so it's kind of cool. Um, but it's it definitely everyone has a different perspective or lens on it. So um, it's interesting stuff. It's, it's really interesting stuff. Um, now, as a guest, Chad, you get to uh, uh, pick your, your piece of swag of Cowboys Not Eggheads that you would like. So... And for our listeners, you can go to cowboysnoteggheads at gmail.com and, and get the same stuff. It's just that you're going to have to pay for it to help support this podcast. But would you like a T-shirt, an 18-ounce coffee mug, uh, a camo hat, or a big decal? for the? I'm sure your wife would love a big uh, Cowboys Not Egghead decal for the back of your SUV. What would, <laughs> I will what would you like? I will gladly take the T-shirt and wear it proudly. <laughs> All right. Can I ask on here what your size is? You're probably a medium. I think a medium. What are you? A medium. Medium. Okay, you got it. Thank you so much. So much fun. Thank you.